Welcome back to season four of Rooting and Gaijin. Today we have a little bit more of a serious um, episode topic, um, and that topic today is how to heal from toxic friendships. And uh, Hana and I both have had a toxic friendship, and you know it's hard. It can be the equivalent or even more painful than breaking up. With a romantic partner, and Hana and I have talked about it with each other to heal,、um, and have have had each other's support. But it still it was still hard for me, at least, to talk about it. But、um, so Hana, do you want to explain how the episode will be broken down? Yeah, sure. So it's basically going to be broken down into three parts.、Uh, first is reflect, so talking about our own backstory with our toxic friends. Um, heal, which is how you know we sort of, I guess, healed from our toxic friendships and resilience.、Um, so, sort of the process after、um, dealing with those types of friendships. Just to jump right into it、um, and in going into reflecting, I just wanted to share a little bit of a background snippet of my personal experience with a toxic friend. So, back in college, freshman year, I had. A friend that I basically met during like the first weekend of college,、um, and you know, college you just want to basically become friends with everyone because you don't really have friends. So that was sort of me. I was just like willing to be friends with anyone, and I met this girl, and she was super sweet,、um, very nice, seemed very nice at first, and we got along very like instant. It was an instant connection.、Um, we had a lot of background similarities, and she was just very, just very nice. So. I thought there was nothing wrong, obviously, at all at first, and we slowly be- like started a friend group, which was really great. Like it was so nice having all these friends, like creating an actual group in college.、Um, but you know, things definitely like got a little weird during the first few months. I remember the first few months, the first month of actually being friends with her. She called me like her closest friend, which was kind of strange. But I didn't think of it at the time because, you know, back in freshman year, four years ago, not to like toot my own horn now, but I was definitely a little like I didn't have a lot of resilience, or I was definitely more of a pushover. I just like kind of let everyone, you know, get over me. And this is a flaw that I've always had and still am struggling with. But I'm definitely like a people pleaser, I guess. So with her, she. Definitely, I felt like she took a little bit of, of an advantage of that.、Um, with her, it felt like it was always about her. Like we, whenever we talked, it was always about her problems,、um, and I really didn't get to do the things that I wanted to.、Um, and I noticed that she definitely, there were times that she kind of put me down a little bit. There was actually one incident that she made me cry, which was kind of I've never cried from. Like a friend, I guess. I never had someone put me down so much that I actually cried,、um, just because she said something that made me feel very bad about it. She always made me feel guilty, and I, I like honestly should have known then that that wasn't good. But I stayed friends with her for at least a year, and I think I, being like the you know, people pleaser, people pleasing, you know, sort of like、um, pushover myself. I thought it was my fault. I thought it was always my fault that I. Had done these things to disappoint her, at least, and so obviously that's not the case. I've, the fact that she was always, you know, putting me down, that obviously wasn't good. So it was rough because she was like my first friend in college, so it was kind of hard to deal with that. But 
you know, honestly, now looking back, I'm so glad I'm out of that friendship. Like, because, you know, she just never made me, when I was with her, I was kind of not myself, I felt like. I had put this exterior on and always tried to make it about her. And it was definitely, yeah, it was definitely rough, but a lot of good things honestly came out of that because I met some of my other close friends through her. But other than that, it was just like not, it was not okay. And I'm so glad I'm out of that. But what about you, Missy? I know that your experience is definitely different than mine, but what about your, how was your reflection, I guess, with the toxic friend that you had? Yeah, so um, I was friends with this person um, for over 10 years. And yeah, it was really hard. Like you were there with me through it all. Like I know that, so, you know, when you're, cause we met, this person and I met in fourth grade and like, I feel like then too, it's like a very like passive friends of convenience kind of thing. Cause I always like my education background, I always went to a really small school and like, you know, in a small school, like you have to just kind of be friends with everyone or at least keep peace. Um, and yeah, I'm not going to deny it. We did have really good times like in, um, you know, in high school, especially this person was like my ride or die best friend. We went to the same um, state for university. Um, and yeah, it was just I love this person like family. Um, but as time progressed and I grew as a person, this person grew as their own person. We just had different interests and drifted. Inevitably, that's what happens. It's totally natural to do so. Um, but like, I feel this person and I, we both couldn't accept it. Like we both were trying to hold on to a friendship that was based on the past. Like, our friendship wasn't growing in the way that I like it to. Like, we would just always talk about people from the high school, like what they're up to or gossip. We would talk about, um, yeah, just like what happened in the past. And it just like wasn't healthy amidst other things. And um, yeah, I was really discouraged after that friendship breakup though because it's like this person and I we actually never got closure like we just kind of stopped talking to each other and I think that's the best possible way it would have happened because if we were to kind of like end it by talking I feel like it would have just been back and forth and ugly at least for my part um it would have not been pleasant so just like just the fact that like we basically ghosted each other um, from each other's lives. That's what had to happen for like, you know, both of our growth in different directions. And like, I wish this person nothing but the best. Like we had really good times. And, you know, even though we're not close anymore, that time wasn't wasted. Like I grew a lot. Like, you know, this person, we were so close. They would call me out when I would bail when I was late all the time, like I was, had a really, I had like some, to some extent, social anxiety. And yeah, this person would call me out because we were close and they cared a lot about me. So, 
Um, but anyway, flash forward to Japan, like I never thought that I would, you know, have re- a really good girlfriend again, besides like my sisters and you, Hana. Um, like I just, yeah, I never thought that I would, but coming to Japan and like meeting like-minded people, um, and, uh, just, I mean, my best friend here is from the UK and my other, um, like good friend is from South Africa. So it's like, yeah, I never thought that I would have such like strong, uh, female friendships again after, um, after that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you know, like the friendship, like I said before, was like dying, um, to be quite frank, like for months before, like I was, you know, you've heard all my conversations, but, (laughs) but yeah, like sometimes it's, you can care for a person from a distance. Like, of course I still care about this person so much and I wish them nothing but the best, but it's just like, it's, you can care about them. That's not the toxic part. The toxic part part is when you're trying to force something that's not in alignment. Like no matter how much you want this person in your life, if they're toxic, and you know, you could be the toxic person too. It's not only the second party. It's not healthy for you. Like if it's not, if you've grown out of something, you need to let it go. Exactly. Yeah. If it comes to the point where you feel discouraged or insecure, you have, that's when you have to put yourself first, even though it's painful, yes, to let that person, other person go. But your mental health obviously is a priority. And I just wanted to go back to your point of like how difficult it is to like let go of those type of friends. Like it's completely like, I think sometimes even more obviously than like a romantic relationship because you share so many special moments with that person. And it just carries a different weight. And I love that you found um, friends in Japan too. Cause I remember you telling me it was, you, you felt like you weren't, you didn't, wouldn't be able to find another friendship but I felt the same too. I felt like I, I wouldn't have been able to find someone that I clicked so well with. But looking back now, like the friends that I have now, I've never felt more myself. Like I have felt like I finally found true friends. Like I feel so much of myself now than I was with that other person I was like, I had a toxic friendship with. So it's amazing how like how, how much of a difference it made like I thought I thought I was really good friends with that toxic friend but it's different now like be, I'm so grateful to have genuine friends now that I completely feel like myself and I don't feel like I have to tiptoe myself around or feel like I have to be careful with my words or anything so obviously like if you when one door closes another door opens so those they'll always even if something seems like like hopeless and like there's it's like your friendship's coming to an end. There's other amazing people out there. And so there's there's always hope. And just to mention like, you know, what you what you said about like tiptoeing around and like not being your true self or like feeling like you're walking on eggshells. I think one of like for a warning sign for a toxic friendship is like when you can't speak freely. And what I mean by this is like constantly trying not to offend someone because you know how they're going to react or make the other person feel insecure. Like for me, I was always like kind of downplaying my accomplishments, like what I did because I didn't want that person to feel bad or like feel like, oh, they're not doing enough because like for us, like we do do so much. 
So I didn't want them to ever like feel bad kind of. So I would never like be honest or I would like not give honest updates because I didn't want them to feel, does that make sense? I didn't want them to feel bad. Exactly. No, I completely felt like the same way too. Um, And you shouldn't, you should with like friends, you should be able to be happy and motivated with each other and to always celebrate your accomplishments and not like hide them away. Um, So yeah, no, that's very completely understandable. That's why it's so important to have friends who are, I guess, like positive or in the same sort of, um, I don't know, like have the same values, I guess. So it's easier to, you know, relate to them or someone who is also as motivating, I guess, um, to sort of like keep you up and keep you positive. Because I felt like with the toxic friends we had, it kept kind of putting us down. Um, because as at least with my friendship, with my friend, she was very negative when it came to like accomplishments and like sharing things. So um, that's or what always I always trying to like, always trying to like one up you kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it was very yeah. like competitive, and I didn't like that. I wanted to whenever something great happened in my life, I wanted to like be happy and share it with someone. But with her, I couldn't really do that. So I completely understand. Yeah. Yeah, and it's too like you know, you should be, like, happy for your, like, friend's accomplishments, like, like, that should just, that should inspire you, why are you trying to feel insecure, or, like, uh, downplay their accomplishments, or, like, try to make yourself feel better by putting someone else down, like, that jealousy is a definite red flag for toxic friendships, like, your friends, your genuine friends should uplift you and encourage you and support you and celebrate, you know, your highs and support you in your lows, so that's definitely, like, a red flag, jealousy in a friendship. So, now I kind of wanted to go into the healing part, how we sort of um, dealt with our toxic friends. Obviously, like we said, it's not easy, especially if you're, you know, genuine were genuine friends at first but for me and how I healed I I think it was actually good timing with when I actually um, started drifting away from my friend and I will say that I don't think I handled it well in terms of ending things with her to be honest we actually instead of we sort of drifted apart but not to go into it too much but we uh, I ended up confronting her and I thought I was doing yeah it wasn't you know it was back in like early years of college like I thought it was a good idea just because I thought she needed to hear that and at the time she seemed kind of accepting she was like okay I understand and things seemed fine and then the summer after like we just stopped talking and I I like I felt like that had to do with that I thought after the confrontation things were fine but we just stopped talking and you know, I do kind of regret that because I felt like I was kind of ganging up on her. And I'm, but at the same time, we did sort of stop talking and drifted apart. And that actually, that summer after, I had my quote unquote study abroad experience in New York. And that was the first time where I truly felt independent. So back in when I was friends with her, I did everything with that person, like had lunch and dinner all the time. And did all these activities all the time. Like, I felt like I was actually in a relationship with her, which is very weird, but... And so this was the first time I felt truly independent, and so that helped so much. Like, I would, you know, go to parks by myself. I would go to the Botanical Garden on a random Wednesday. So it felt like I truly became myself. Like, I became that 
independent person that I've always thought I was. Like, because with her, I never really got to do things by myself. So that helped a lot with healing. Um, and definitely reflecting on it too, like, you know, journaling or talking with other friends or, you know, cultivating new friendships. So, yeah, definitely had distracted myself and become independent. And I will say, you know, I do treasure that friendship, even though it was toxic, I'm thankful for it. But at the same time, I've never felt greater after like that was I felt like I came out from like I became a whole new me almost. I don't know if it's because it was I was in New York for the first time I fell in love with the city, but I just felt like I got to do things I wanted to and did things by myself and I've always wanted to and I also professionally too I felt like I focused more on my professional goals that was a really transformative time and it really it takes time but because it honestly took a couple months for me to heal from that because she was my really close friend in college and I wasn't sure if I was able to find someone as close but it's possible so but yeah what are your sort of tips and how you healed from your friendship um, a couple of things to comment um, on your um, testimony before I get into like my ways of healing. Um, yeah. You know, like you were friends with this person in freshman year of college, you said? Correct, yeah. You are such a different person. Like I know that has been like over like four years now, but you are such a different person. And like the fact that you could have that growth so learning on, or so early on and you took this like, toxic friendship experience although painful into you know your healing and your you know focusing on your goals uh learning and loving to be alone and do things alone um that's like really amazing because of course like you know you came from Hawaii to New York and like you're trying to like make friends really quickly and like then you like hung out with this person every day so they were a big part of your transition from high school to college like being independent so that's like that's amazing that you learned it so early on and um gained uh, some insight about yourself from from this situation oh thank you yeah no like I said it was even though it was a toxic friendship I learned so much and like I said I was sort of I don't know, I don't know if I want to say weak, but I was such a pushover back then. I kind of am a pushover now, but I just, yeah, I just, like, let her do whatever. And I thought, I always thought it was, like, my fault that she was so, like, mad at me. But, you know, like, looking back now, like, why did I let her do that? Or, like, why did I always think it was... So I definitely, yeah, I definitely learned a lot. And I, now I know when to weed out people or what type of people to weed out, so... Although negative, it has brought lots of lessons. And I'm sure for you did too, of course. And I finally understand. Well, because before, in that time during my friendship breakup, like I, of course, like I went through like breakups before, but this one, wow, this one was so painful because we were friends for years and years. And we did a lot of like first times and life experiences together. So but I understand like why people like being single because like you can focus being single and having standards with friends. Um, that's my um, tidbit about healing. It's like, you, you know, everyone has standards for relationships. You need to have standards with friends. You allocate as much or even more energy to friendships as you do to romantic partners. So 
just having bound first off setting boundaries if you know that you're like me and hana like an introverted person you need your alone time don't overexert yourself because you want to meet that friend's needs like don't burn yourself out for it um set those boundaries have standards for friends um i've been learning that the hard way recently and you know it's hard now but it'll save you heartache and time um in the long run and going back to like walking on eggshells like i don't know if it, this was like for your friendship hana but like for me every day i felt anxiety like oh i want to make this my my friend's life easier and happy i don't but i don't know their emotions are like up and down all the time i don't know if they're going to just get angry at me for something out of the blue and then be angry at me and not talk to me like i was always afraid that towards the end of this toxic friendship that this person would get angry at me was that with you like i would upset the person oh for sure for sure just because you know with this with my friend toxic friend she actually had a bit of a short temper so that kind of like made it worse i i feel like i always felt like i had to i guess appease her or the things that i do like had to satisfy her i guess and i felt like i was doing things in her favor rather than for me i never like the things i did i was being so careful about because i didn't want her to make her mad but like looking back now i'm like what's why, why did i do that like what's worth all the effort in making her happy if she wasn't even making my life happy so yeah. it's yeah it was definitely it's so interesting cuz it definitely like puts you in this hole where you have to like keep you know making this other person satisfied and like making sure they're fine but then in the in, in turn like what are you doing for yourself it's not helping you at all so for sure yeah going into the last um last step 3 last step step 3 resilience so from this toxic friendship kind of bringing it full circle how have you gained resilience um in yourself and moving forward into uh you know future friends cuz you said your friend group that you have now you feel so connected aligned you can be yourself you can be goofy but you can also have deep talks and so how has your life uh been shaped by this experience yeah i mean i in the long term or in long short of things i did learn a lot and i'm thankful because i think because of that friendship i was able to figure things myself out like figure thing figure out who i can really trust and who i can really cultivate a great friendship with because yeah friendships are not easy they're not like especially if you're you know a freshman in college and just wants to be friends with everyone it's really not easy to cultivate and grow friendships because you know people change a lot so but yeah after that whole debacle the whole friendship debacle um i felt like I don't know that's it's it's weird because yeah I always thought like I would be able to find a connection like that that I had with her but it's yeah like I I definitely became like I said more of myself with like the new friends that I had and I think it's also a time too because like back in freshman year college like you said I didn't know I don't remember who I was and I think later on towards the end of college like senior year I became more determined with why I my goals in life became more clear and because I had um a, a more stronger more like a different personality the people who came into my life um 
I got along well because they sort of shared the same values as me. And yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's rough, but I definitely learned how to figure out or like at least try to um, strengthen friendship with people that have the same sort of ideals and goals as me. Because I, I don't know, I felt like I feel more myself now than I have ever before. So, and back then I, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do in life and I, who I wanted to be friends with. So yeah, no, it's friendships. Those kind of friendships will definitely um, help you build a thicker skin, I guess, when it comes to like um, weeding out like the bad people in your life. But I think after that, like I said, I became more independent and got to actually do the things that I wanted to do. So I, I mean, I will, I don't want to like, you know, say like I, I'm so amazing now, but like <laughs> I definitely think I grew like more of like a, I guess a shield or like a stronger like, um, I don't know. Like I, I hope that I became stronger after that. But yeah, it's it's rough, but it, there's always like a light at the end of the tunnel for sure. You're Hana 2.0 for real. <laughs> like you're living in New York. You're a badass independent woman who's emotionally mature like you're doing great sis yeah and I think it's stuff like that it doesn't have to be like a toxic friendship but obstacles like that really help people grow especially during college or during those really formative years in your life if you don't have that then it's going to be hard to sort of grow and to mature as a person because I feel like our 20s are such transformative years in people's lives I've always heard the 20s early 20s are super important and like sort of shaping who you are so I'm kind of glad it happened during then because it was such a huge life lesson because prior to that I didn't really have like not gonna lie besides you and a couple like I didn't really have a lot of friends I guess so it definitely like taught gave me a huge lesson about who I can really like trust and who I can really um you know be friends with so and yeah kind of hitting on some points like uh, I feel like t- toxic friendships, it's definitely a snowball effect. Like when you have a, a when you, you know, you think so highly of a person and they are your best friend, it's like you don't want to see the negative traits, but the negative traits of your, the toxicity of the friendship is snowballing. So it like starts off small, but then like as tensions build and all these other things happen, it like comes to like a big snowball and then it's like wow you're faced with it and then it kind of that's why like you confronting that person or like for me just like both of parties ghosting each other then that's what it has to be when if we just would have talked about it before we maybe could have ended on good terms but I feel like I was definitely in denial um for a long time that the friendship like just wasn't working we had different interests but uh kind of going back to friends of convenience like I'm kind of learning that now too and setting boundaries for having friends and standards for that because like it's easy to have friends of convenience have friends of like close proximity and like it just shocks you a lot and for you especially like after your toxic friendship you went to the park alone you went to the movies you ate alone Like, I feel like in society, there's such a negative stigma of doing things alone, but that's like one of the beauties in life when you can like befriend yourself. You can be alone with your thoughts, enjoy things by yourself. Like, that's amazing. Um, And in my period in life right now, like I'm kind of feel the same way. Like, 
because one of my best friends is leaving like actually next week and I've been feeling like very anxious and very like apprehensive about the future and like not having like that support here but I know I have you and I have like others and um like just genuine friends um and yeah um yeah I don't want to get emotional but um and even too like I'm totally like you like I had a lot of surface friends and friends of convenience in high school and college but my I never had like a friend group I'm more of like a one-on-one or two on one-on-one or like just like a three to four person friend group that's it like I've never been a part of like a 20 plus friend group that I actually felt like I belonged and I I've never never had trouble making friends in the past like I've always like had a lot of friends but I've had trouble making genuine friends that I can have deep talks with who are politically aware who you know have the same values and have passion or you don't even need to have the same passion as I mean look look at us we're totally different like passion wise but like just someone who has passion and I feel that we're both really blessed Hana because like we found our passion early on in life and I think that's also accounts for our identity like we're sure of ourselves we know who we are and for you know a lot of like 20 year olds that's maybe not the case and I know like the passions in my life will be like building blocks to other passions so it's not like definitive passions right now but just the fact that we have passions and we know ourselves, I think that'll make it easier for us to make genuine and intentional friendships in the future wow yeah exactly and like going off of like yeah friends of convenience that's so important because you know it's great if you have a lot of friends but I, I mean, I don't know if this is like a subcon- like an unconscious thing that I'm making, but I notice a lot of my friends, like you said, that we don't have the same passions, but they're all very inspiring, motivating people. I, I definitely make a point to not have too many friends because A, I'm like, I'm so bad when it comes to like texting and making plans, but I'd rather focus more on like having a small group knit of friends that I could really strengthen my bonds with. And I notice like uh, the friends that I consider my close circle are so inspiring. They're all very smart, independent, mostly women. And I woke and like, you know, I have a, my one of my good friends who I was a roommate, my roommates with. She's a nonprofit. It's completely different. But she inspires me a lot because, you know, she's doing like I'm learning so much from her and what she's doing. And obviously from you, I learned so much from you and your pin business. So it's, I feel like compared to my toxic friend, all of my toxic friendships, I felt like now I feel so inspired and so like, you know, motivated to talk about my goals with my friend. And I never feel like I need to like hide or, you know, sort of stay protective of what my goals are. You know, it's just like, it's so different when you're prioritizing what type of friends you want to like strengthen your bonds with versus just like being friends with someone just because you know they're nice to you or they're fun to party with which is great but it's also important to you know prioritize the type of people that will inspire you and uplift you and keep you in in a positive way so so important yeah 
And of course you have those friends though, like that you just hit up or they hit you up when you want to go out and stuff. And they're really fun to like be around. Like we're not saying that, oh, don't you, every, every friendship you have, they need to be best friends. No, you can have like, like work friends, just like just a casual friendship, but like it's important like to do life with a core group of people that can support you and like that you vibe with. So it's yeah. Important for yourself and, um, your well-being. Yeah. Mentally. And, you know, especially like with your schedule too, about timing to be intentional with, with friends. And like, it's so draining to prolong a toxic friendship. Like it'll hurt when it ends, but It'll, it'll be way better for your mental health if you just like put the boundary up and end it if it is toxic because it's yeah so energy draining you're just like in a negative mood your heart feels so heavy so yeah we're thinking of you if you're going through this right now because we know how it is and it's gonna hurt for a long time but you know they're like Hana said kind of like dating almost like there are so many fishies in the sea there are so many wonderful people out there and making friends is a process like it's easy to rush especially if you like move to a new place and you're not in a familiar environment it's easy to like make friends of convenience which is fine but making genuine friends it takes time it's a process so be kind to yourself don't rush it you know it's just that's that. Um, that's all I have. <laughs> and, and like, I just want to say, like, as when you, there's a certain, like, thing you know. Like, if you know a friend's being toxic, that friend's being toxic. And also goes the same with, like, if you find a friend, genuine friendship, you'll know for sure. Like, you'll, like, with, with my friends that I have now, when I met them, I knew it was going to be a for sure friendship. So just stick to your gut. I would say like with toxic friends too like I knew I honestly knew all along that it wasn't a good place to be in but I I knew in my gut for sure but I guess I let my other thoughts at the time you know I wasn't still fully like I guess matured yet to really like understand what was going on so always listen to your gut don't let the other person walk over you because you'll know for sure when it's bad and you'll also know for sure when a friendship is genuine you just like it's hard to explain but you'll know Yeah, so thank you so much for listening and uh, we'll catch you in the next episode as we stay reading in Gaijin. Bye!